It's finally here, the season six top four final challenge. Ooh, ooh, the queens get to perform in the Sissy That Walk music video. This became one of the biggest RuPaul songs from the show, and it's really just a really all-around great song. Mm-hmm. Plus, the divas get to sit down with Ru for a little tic-tac talk, and they mm-hmm. unpack as much childhood TikTok. trauma as they can in 60 seconds. <laughs> exactly. It's a great way to round out this iconic season and such a wonderful final four. Yeah, and we get to see ABCD. Bianca being sexy, Courtney on her oh. treadmill. Oh, um, yes. And this is the stuff that Classique is made of. Doom, 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 doom. Forever. Hello. Hello. Um, hello. And welcome back to Race, Race Chaser, Chaser Classic. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. Oh my gosh. Uh, my name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I'm Willem. <laughs> Um, what a pleasure to see you. You know, you know, uh, there are certain things I love about you, Willem. You, you, you look good. You dance good. You act good. And if you can find anyone better to host a podcast with, you should, should, but you're not going to find them. You're not, you're not going to. Mm -mm. We are, (laughs) we are talking about the almost final episode of season six. Honey, they really wrung this one dry, baby. Girl, they're squeezing them. But why? Before we get into it, why don't you tell us what happened last week? Well, the the dewdrops were doing then too. Um, the jewels were jeweling. After a puppet-filled uh, mini challenge, the girls <laughs> gave iconic mini performances. Dela as Bianca. The divas had to create three different runway looks for the glitter ball, including mm-hmm. the dripping in jewels eleganza look in their own jewel tones. Uh, and they performed an opening number, which was terrible. Everyone was oh. stressed in the workroom. Emotions were high. But according to Dela, Bianca was sailing through. And though a door was stressed out and struggling, but she won the challenge. And Courtney definitely has some words uh, for that this week, but we'll get to that. And Derry and Dela were lip syncing again. So Geja Roo. Um, and yes. this time, Ben de la Creme went home. So we officially have a top six top four a season six top four a b c d adore bianca courtney darian yes and that brings us to episode 12 of season six which is sissy that walk yes and we get a a particularly lengthy message from bendel creme uh (laughs) whose only shade was in writing a long pointless message that they would have to clean so smart and also do you think he spelled darian's name wrong on purpose (laughs) darian uh well uh, I yes I think I mean, it's the, a last dose of shade from the house of La Creme. Oh, I love it. It's just it's one of those things where you're like, "Oh, I've never bothered to learn how to spell your name." Mm, I Ooh. barely know your name, let alone how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> Not mad. Um Courtney is mad because Adore Delano She's won the still- glitter ball and she said, "It's just a white tutu with a couple of glitters thrown on it." Are they not seeing what I'm saying? Because it just looks like a sparkly tutu. 
I'm and I'm sure they cut the part where she said her tiara is even askew. Who wears an askew tiara? She'd never win Mr. Tiny Tot, that's no, for sure. Never. She'd never be given get her car. a DeLorean. She'd never get a car. Uh, uh, Courtney's just dishing out all the, uh, she's she's the input hoe of the workroom. She's like, well, Bianca, uh, maybe they were expecting to see something they hadn't seen from you before, something more impressive. Maybe, maybe Bianca, you could end a sentence without a joke. Okay, Courtney's an asshole. Right, exactly. Um... We get not today Satan in this moment. We also get party in this moment. All so your, this, all your season six uh, crown jewel phrases. Exactly. So you could call this episode kind of a iconic, a non episode. You could call it oh. a non episode because not a not a ton happens when you get down to the last four girls. You kind of see how it's going to shake down. But we are seeing the we are seeing iconic, you know, birth moments and let me tell you at the time you couldn't get enough of this season these queens are amazing Uh, this is this is the season four and season six are arguably the best seasons of drag race so fuck season five's drag is that what you're saying because you conveniently left out season five well i was saying the best yours is obviously number two after one of these Oh, so I gotta be number two. I gotta be shit. Baby. You get we... to be pissed. I gotta be shit. Season four built the boat that y'all sailed in on, okay? We built oh, boats. Oh, of course we you were, would reference we the boat challenge. We were fucking Noah, of honey. Of course you would reference the boat challenge. Which you is were the... the animals that came on shrew by shrew, okay? <laughs> we were the boat builders. So your honey. season was great, okay? We'll get to that. Or we honey. already did, actually. Who knows? <laughs> Well, we get a video message from RuPaul saying, my top four, you've all come so far. And the only Ooh, thing that's standing- that's a sex joke. Oh, I see. Uh, Love it. Um, and the only thing standing between you and the ground is you. So shoulders back, tits out, and girl, you better sissy that walk. <laughs> Ooh, and look who it is, Michelle and her old boobs. Um, yes. <laughs> ba- yes, yes, and- yes. Um, comes into the, she's just sails on in. She says, it's me, Bendel Cram, I'm back. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she explains to the dolls that they'll be starring in the music video for Sissy That Walk, which is one of RuPaul's biggest hits and one, one of her best songs, I think. Honey, when that comes um, on in the club, I am sissying. I am Exactly. Sissying. It's yeah. always a crowd pleaser. And they get to star in an acting scene, which I don't know where this acting scene ends up. Two um, acting scenes. Right. It's the timeless tale of an innocent girl who sells her soul to become Sissy, the supermodel Supermodel of the world. world. And they'll be learning sissyography with Jamal Sims and star in two acting scenes, improvising with RuPaul. So these scenes are sort of based off of uh, Mahogany Mm -hmm. and Valley of the Dolls. Or is it just or is it Mahogany and What's Love Got to Do With It? Um, I didn't see much What's Love in it. Oh. But I definitely Is it saw just mahogany? mahogany? I definitely saw mahogany, and there were tones of Valley of the Dolls with the whole mm-hmm. um, drunken messiness part, but that was also in mahogany, so not sure. Uh, but I thought I, it. I I guess it is all mahogany, but I was thinking, what's love got to do with it? Because the guy comes back, and they have the dressing room confrontation, but that kind of 
that goes a little differently in Tina's story. Yeah, definitely. Um, Things do go differently on Tina. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, I've, we've learned that sociography is basically regular choreography, um, just just for verse bottoms. Um, oh, I see. Yes. No wonder Bianca can't nail it. Um, uh, but, Stone Butch Top, Stone Butch Blues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Jamal comes in, and honey, Darren is the one that the hubba 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 like foaming at the mouth for, right. for for the Sims. The cartoon um, wolf, the tongue is rolling out on the floor. She's dripping. Um, uh, and Jamal still, I mean, still looks great. I think he looks even better now uh, than I, he did, you know, ten years ago or whenever this was. I I would like to check him out up close just to see. Yeah, you can do a side by side comparison. Mm-hmm. Just check for uh, skin tags and stuff. The oh my gosh, um, the, well, as you said, Bianca's having a little bit of a hard time with the choreography and trying to pass it off as a joke. First, and she cor- says, "You know, I had a stroke in 1973." She's trying to, you know, grease the wheels and set up, you know, lower the expectations. But Courtney she- says, "Well." <laughs> Bianca's struggling because she's more worried about trying to be funny and deflect the fact that she's not being good. Not being good. Shady bitch. I act good. I talk good. good. I look good. I am good. (laughs) (laughs) I shit good. I eat good. Um, It's Bianca doesn't know how to do a body roll, which is one of those things where if you look at someone, you're like, oh, yeah, I could do that. And then you're like. Wait, what are the mechanics of this? Am I trying yeah. to like fuck my own butt? Like, what's going on yes. here? Because body rolls do take a moment to get, but once you get them, they're there for life. Yeah. Um, and Bianca's had more life than anybody here, actually. Well, uh, she argues later that Darian's older, but I guess that's we need to get out. The, I want to see the birth oh. certificate receipts. I want to see the birth receipts. I want to see the receipts. <laughs> um. Well, Darian would like to see the choreo choreo again because she's struggling. She's defeated. And then yeah. she's like, I lost it on the one. And then I said, fuck the five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> exactly. She's just not having it. Um, some people take longer to learn. I'm one of those people. That's why I moved from New York to L.A. I couldn't survive any dance calls. So I get it. I get the problem. But one thing Darian is dance good at. Dance 10 looks too. <laughs> no, it was the other way around, you cunt. Oh, dance you know, 2 looks 10. I would love to see an updated version of Chorus Line now where it was just Zach on stage watching self-tapes alone. Right. I well, I've done a chorus line or two. Uh, I snorted a few chorus lines. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, the one thing Darian is good at though is uh, luncheonetting with the girls because her Tic Tac lunch goes wonderful with RuPaul. Um, a day with the girls. It's just light lunch chat. Like, so you were thrown out of the house when you were younger, right? Oh, girl. You have RuPaul trauma, right? Do you, do you do you want more Tic Tacs? Have some Tic Tic. More trauma, more Tic Tacs. Exactly. Why don't we go um, go order some Tic Tacs? We're going to order in today. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be right back. Mm, yeah. I just took a bite of this hot honey pepperoni chicken. Ooh. They put honey on the pizza. It's spicy hot honey. <laughs> they put the burger on the meat. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. 
I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or vegan and veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And oh, the yeah. food, delicious. My... Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 50 at factormeals.com slash Drag 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Uh, you know, I we didn't feel like cooking today, so we just ordered in. I hope you don't mind. We ordered delivery. We are right, we ordered some delivery takeout of Tic Tacs. Uh, and of course, we get the iconic Tic Tac lunch mm-hmm. uh, with Courtney. Where uh, first of all, RuPaul looks applause, applause. She lives for the Matthew. Real Matthew did not have to be so ignorant making he put her his, look this yeah. good. He put his foot in it this episode, and he was doing double duty because he was directing this episode too. So right. he had to go into the vault that he used to have filled with all his cunty things mm-hmm. and pull them out for all the girls because she gave it. Matthew gave it to him this episode, too. Yeah. She oh, said, yeah. Mm. Um, so in this Courtney lunch, Courtney says to RuPaul straight to her face with not an ounce of irony. I can look good. I can sing good. I can dance good. If someone is better than me, they should win. But I think I'm the best. She and does. RuPaul then has a chat with her about humanity and how people could all stand to have a little bit more humanity. 
You never want to hear that. So RuPaul's already doing the acting challenge, telling people about humanity, honey. You never want to hear that from someone who who tells you, you know, you're not a you're not a human. Yeah, no. (laughs) You do. You sometimes people want to see a shred of evidence that you are a human being, and you're not giving us that. Is basically what she said. Honey, the perfection, uh, it's just not doing it for this show. That might fly in your little island country, but it's not true. here. It, not it, here, it's bitch. It's true, and it it doesn't work. And I, I get what she's not saying. Not for reality but... TV, it doesn't. Perfection is, you know, pretty people doing well is never good TV. RuPaul wants some grit. She wants some She wants some trauma, and she wants a little, you know, variability. Courtney's always great. Yeah. And, and speaking of drama, I mean, Darian Lake is up next for her Tic Tac lunch. So tell me, you got thrown out of the house when you were younger, right? It mm-hmm. says that in my dossier. You're used to people treating you shittily, right? You're used to negative <laughs> things. Why and- haven't you won more challenges? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, RuPaul is is using every arrow in her fucking quill. Um, and yeah. she's just slinging them at all the girls. Uh Rue tells Darian that loving yourself is a daily practice. I did it right yeah. before this call. Oh my gosh. Um, pizza with the spicy honey. <laughs> this is, I mean, I I understand what RuPaul's saying with the humanity thing. And it it really th- this hearing this story from Darian was really touching and it and it really like brings into focus the greater picture about like where her sense of humor comes from. Uh, and why she's just why she's the person that she is the the hilarious like witty uh amazing person she is and and having to ha- had gone through this in her younger years like it it does make you sort of like I don't know fall in love with this person you've never met uh, yeah I mean I understand where where Darian's coming from I I was double my size at one point and um it kind of shapes your humor, you know, all the deflection mm. and having to make the joke first so other people don't and being funnier than the others so they'll just be nice to you. I right. get where she's coming from. Um, it doesn't seem like RuPaul's considering her for the win anymore just by the way, you know, the way she said to Courtney, like, well, give them hell out there. Like, Courtney's yeah. obviously not winning. Doesn't seem like Darian <laughs> is, which gets us to Bianca. Good where... luck. <laughs> the, it's never good to get a good luck. It's the... not. <laughs> It's it's the 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 um Mac Viva Glam kiss of death. It's it's a <laughs> Good straight, luck, it's, hon. A, it's a straight cause of death, the Viva Glams. Um yeah. Rue tells Bianca that she's one of the better players that has come through the competition. Okay, I see where this is going. And RuPaul says, the world's gonna see the nicer side of Bianca. Bianca says, You've been filming this? <laughs> Bianca's Very one of those funny. people, like she's like the drag Nick Cannon, though, where like she does good for people all over, and and you don't hear about it necessarily all the time. But right. she is a good person. Um, you may think otherwise, you know, if you've ever tried to hear her sing or do a number. Uh, <laughs> wicked, flying through the air, Voss oh, events. Leave her alone. Look it up. Beat down. Leave her alone. But she is she wonderful is. on this show. And I think, I think, me thinks, the reason she didn't do better on the sewing challenge is she needed that arc. She needed that little dip. She needed a dip. She needed something to not be just a flawless victory. She needed a dip, and she can't have ours. Right. Uh-uh. Um, exactly. Our dipper tinta belongs to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and finally, we have uh, Adore, who speaks about her relationship with her mom. She gets a little choked up when she talks about her dad. Um, and RuPaul says, you know what? When the, when the bone breaks, 
the place where it heals is the strong becomes the strongest part of the bone. And I hear that. I like that. Yeah. Um, and then Rue says, do this for Bonnie, which is yeah. Adore's mom. And we get the, the trauma with Adore's dad saying uh, that he was embarrassed by her when she was seven. And it's just like one of those things where it feels like Sharon 2.0, where like this, if if they didn't have an alternative girl the year before, this could have been the win for Adore, you know? Yeah. Like Adore is just so great on reality TV and she's, um, she shines through. There's, she's not being fake for cameras at all. You could tell. Uh, yeah. I think but, it could have definitely gone either way. Uh, yeah, between Bianca, Adore and Bianca. Mm-hmm. Literally. Um, uh, Adore. Asks oh, happy back- late birthday, Adore. Yeah. Putting that in the universe. Um, uh, Back Adore, in the workroom. She's back in the workroom and she's like, so what are you guys worried about? And Courtney, yet again, showing us humanity, humility, and, uh, and I vulnerability. I don't, I don't really see the function of worry. <laughs> I'm not worried. It's all fun. There's no point in worrying. We get to perform. I'm styling a wig. It's fun. And then Courtney goes on to continue <laughs> saying, I don't know what Rue means by giving canned answers. So I'm not going to focus on it. And uh, Bianca's in the back giving the really queen face. And it's just such wonderful, like, setup of camera. So whoever got that angle, thank you. Right. Um, uh, Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's not Courtney's fault that she is a well-adjusted, positive, ascended human being. Uh, It just... It doesn't always play well on a reality competition show like RuPaul's Drag Race. That's the only issue. I kind of credit it to the pair of parents. Her parents raised a great person. Great parents. Yeah. Like, and God, her dad can fuck. Oh, Um, my God. That little cookie duster mustache. Oh, my God. And if you get cum in her mom's eyes, they both focus the right way. Oh, my God. Your your dad just calls me Katya. Um, <laughs> uh, Courtney and Bianca at this point are, you know, doing the little go around. Well, what are you wearing? Oh, I think I'm going to wear this. And Courtney pulls uh, out her, her good slutty gold so outfit good. with oh, where she looks like things. a Jabba the Hutt hooker, but like skinny yeah. and beautiful. Um, we've all seen that one. And then Bianca's like, I got this thing with a hood. And, um, you know. Doesn't cover your face. Both of them. <laughs> Adore has eBay dresses left. Um, but she has a great comeback for that. She says, it's not about how expensive you look. You can recognize a star even if she's wearing a paper bag. I agree with that. I mean, talent I shines that. through usually, yeah. Especially in Adora's case because she really is a magnetizing figure. Um, we get to see the girls doing green screen work. And I love their outfits for the Sissy That Walk video. Are these Marco? If- Yes. So sickening. Everybody looks great. And if you had to if you had to wear any of them, I I could find a way to make any of them work, but Courtney's yeah. hair. Courtney's got on that good hair where, mm-hmm. you know, it's just that, you know, when you just put on blonde hair and you're like, I am her. And she's she is throwing her. it around and she's got two little weird antennas, which, you know, horns. Don't it it doesn't show the humanity. It shows the otherworldliness and how perfect mm-hmm. you are. Even in fucking horns, you look great, dummy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's wonderful. Um, but uh, Bianca goes first and Courtney says, break a leg. Yeah. And uh, they're green screen treadmilling. 
Now, how is dread milling? I know you did it in a video. Did you take to it really naturally? Bitch, I did it this morning, too, because this guy I'm trying to fuck invited me to Barry's. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go to Barry's before my 12-hour rehearsal for Death Drop on Barry's? tour. What's Barry's? Barry's Boot Camp. Oh, okay. They made us get on that treadmill three times in 45 minutes. And then the rest of the time, I was flat on my back. Were you in heels? <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. But I was just so tired. But green screen choreography on a treadmill is easy it's just walking and then you're looking down the camera and eye fucking basically um okay well yeah, some we, of the girls do better than others uh adore and darian are told that is not one hundred thousand dollar choreography Ooh, shade Jamal said, and uh-huh. then and then darian steals the lick the finger touch the puss move from adora no no adora did it first but darian did not steal darian's been probably licking her finger and touching her puss for 45 years before Adora was even born. Okay? Every girl knows that when it's pussy is on fire, kiss, kiss the flame. Kiss the flame. On pussy, you touch your puss and then kiss. Ooh, you kiss. Like, everybody yeah. knows that. It's like uh, talking about, like, always there when you call, but I'm not always on time and not using a phone and a watch moment. You know? Yeah. It is kind of drag standard language interpretation. It is. It's DSL for sure. Adore, <laughs> Adore doesn't know that, but she's that's okay. She she doesn't. She don't know. Um, well, why don't we go ahead and take a break and we'll be right back with more sissyography. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. I'm sissy. I hate you. you. Uh, We get a really good misdirect. I don't know if we've gotten to the acting. Have we gotten to the acting? Yes. We get a really great misdirect of Adore saying. We made it through the dance call. Now we're going to do the acting scene. We get right before commercial. We get Adore saying, I hate you. And it's like, oh, my God. She said, I hate you to RuPaul. Oh, my gosh. I have to stay tuned. I have to stay tuned. When Courtney uh, collapses because of her uh, low blood sugar on stage. (laughs) The misdirect of that. I love a misdirect. You need to get people excited for after the commercial break. Take off your hat, you balding bitch. And right, and then you show them immediately that there was nothing to be excited about. It's just mm-hmm. normal drag stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the marshmallows aren't different flavors, just different colors. Right. Yeah. This acting scene though is great. It gives a chance to for the girls to, you know, show off one one more time. And it's not even in the music video, correct? Not not from anything I can find. I so did no is, I did no searching regarding is, it, but same, no. but we didn't see it in, in anything. And this is no. what they did to fill up time because there's only four girls left. They said, yeah. we'll do them a little acting scene. We'll make them act. Yeah. We'll make Bianca act like a sexy baby and then do a crip yeah. walk. Like, honestly, it's right. just filling time here. And they're making the, the girls under their employee and contract do stupid human tricks. Um, yes. But honestly, it gives some of the best moments of the of the episode the girls are supposed to be small town um, uh, honeys arriving in the big city to be a star. And mm-hmm. Rue is the country photographer making them do different poses and act stupid, kind of like mahogany. Um, right. And then the queens freak out and scream, I hate you, and slap Rue at some point. It bears repeating. I hate you. And some of them do take their own reins and really control the scene. 
mm-hmm. RuPaul is uh, waiting to get slapped by Courtney. And Matthew <laughs> says, Court, you're supposed to slap her. And then she slaps RuPaul a hundred times. I think one of them was for me. And uh, uh, the you, second. Have you ever been to that restaurant, Slapfish? That's what this is based on. <laughs> have you ever heard of Slapfish? Is that a UK thing? I don't. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It's in airports. I've seen I'm, it in airports. I'm not a big um, fish girl. You'd love to replace me, wouldn't you? Well, take a number and stand in line. That's from uh, that's from the season four scene where um, where the girls get hit by RuPaul. So this is an inversion of that, and they get to. Oh yeah, I, I read for that, and they had me pinned, but my avail didn't check out. So <laughs> I I kind of remember that. I was off book. I already remember that was me. <laughs> That um, screwdriver came awful close to this. Sorry, that's season four. That's and that was four. when Fifi lost. <laughs> as soon as that right. screwdriver went. She lost before that. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, Courtney. So Courtney. Courtney gives Courtney, a character. She says, Courtney look God at my humanity. Look at my humanity. Look, I'm supposed to be drunk. Isn't this what happens on Drag Race, though? You, we just need you to. We need you to do more. And then you do more, and then they tell you, you're doing too much. Honey. Be, be crazy. Act crazy. She acts crazy. It's too crazy. Oh, she didn't, too crazy. She didn't act crazy. She looked crazy. And, like, there's one there's one thing about, like, you know, being a prop queen and relying on props, which yeah. is what Courtney came in with, all, like, you know. The and even straw Matthew, in the hair. Yeah. And even uh-huh. Matthew was like, oh, looks like she's method. Um <laughs> You know, God Method bless Matthew. <laughs> True. Uh, uh, but this scene is great because it gives um, the biggest misdirect of the show that you think Darian might win because her acting scene is bananas off the walls bonkers good. After RuPaul yeah. leaves the scene and says, we need some trauma, it's mm-hmm. so good and so um, poignant that RuPaul comes back in and says, sissy, I came back for you. And then they yeah. ride off into the sunset together. Yes. It's beautiful. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Con. Uh, hi. <gasps> you got um, the bucks. <laughs> oh, you got boys delivering the bucks. Yes, uh, mm. Starbucks. <laughs> Starbucks. Um, Who was RuPaul your favorite acting does, scene? Well, RuPaul gives us an Australian accent, which is. Uh, I mean, I think. I have to say, I have to toot our own horn. I think our Australian accent has gotten really good to the detriment no. of our English accent. Oh, definitely, we, yeah. One th- I have completely lost any semblance of an English accent I had because of my training in Australian accent. So I don't know how Nicole Kidman does this for years on a stretch. Kind but of the ha- hours. How, how, did you think, <laughs> how did you think RuPaul did with, with her Australian accent? Um, I thought Rue was great. I mean, there is a story that Courtney tells where RuPaul wrote her an email in 2006 talking to her about a drag band. Not the email story. The again. emails. The emails. And the emails, Ru- Hillary. <laughs> and RuPaul typed the whole thing in colloquial, like, Australian accentisms, which is like, good day, blah, 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 blah. Because that's funny. No, it's not. It's comedy. Doing someone else's accent to them is... You look um, like the dog's dinner. We do it constantly. Because we're funny. Okay. Well. 
you look like the dogs do that. We're funny to each other when we do it, but like it's about all we're funny to. When, when right? When we when are people listening to this? We've been recording this. Oh wait, is there tape in these uh, microphones? Is there when, tape in those cameras? When you do accents to other people who are from there, it's not funny to them. Oh yeah, I'm sure our inbox has been flooded with um, English stop. English-speaking people with English accents who are who are pissed, who are. Uh, don't I'm trying to think no, of an. No, they're pissed. Ing- they're drunk. I'm trying. To, right, here. fuck. Um, Perturbia. The uh, the queens Perturbia. talk about <laughs> Perturbia. I'm very <laughs> pissed at you. Um, the queens talk about their first impressions of one another. Um, and uh, Courtney and Hador had some sparks in the beginning regarding being the idol girl. Mm-hmm. And this was like you know they knew that this was coming for top three, top four from the beginning when they had two idol girls in the room. Sure. Um, I mean, what are the chances? Darian and Courtney have formed a really strong connection, even to the point of nicknames. Courtney calls Darian Dazzle. Mm-hmm. Um, Which and I love. Bi- Bianca said she didn't want to be friends with the door because she was all up in the Ganja Gia group, but realized she actually connected with her. She said if if uh she said if it was one of the other two, they you'd or she makes some comment like if the other two were still there and she was friends with them, she'd still be fat. Because she wouldn't have given her a corset or hog bodied. Damn. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, uh, you remind me of me 10 years ago. Wait, oh, that that's what, uh, I think Courtney says that about a door, doesn't she? She says, she reminds me of, of me 10 years ago. Well, there was something know. there, but. I, I couldn't he- hear from the soapbox she was on. Um Right. Well, let's get to the main stage because RuPaul is looking great in a blue and pink belted kaftan, scarf in the hair, uh, very, um, it's kind of 60s a little bit inspired, which kind of goes with the scene. Yeah, I'd say it's very sexy Mrs. Roper. Yeah. Kaftan. Very Billy Francesca as Mrs. Roper. <laughs> Very that. <laughs> Have you ever seen that? Yes. It's, it's a, yes. So good. <laughs> That's her look. Um, the judges are Michelle Visage and Santino Rice. And just family this week. Just family. And um, we get to see the girls coming out for their final four runway. And they all look great. Adores in a, a little sequins dress, short holographic paillettes. It feels very... Um, one of the dresses you get in the back of Priscilla on Oxford Street, like one of the dance sure. dresses that was like imported from somewhere that does beating in Asia. Sequin um, showstopper. Very that with the built-in panty. Exactly. Just pull no, it to I the love side. It. Pull the panty to I think the side. She... <laughs> you don't want the panty? I think she looks Tuck. cool. Cut the panty. This, this is one of those wigs with that harsh black root that Mm -hmm. like Santino says later, it looks like a headband and it's almost like when, when you want a root, you want it to, I guess, I guess if the root was shorter, maybe it would be better if it blended like out more, it might work better. But these wigs are all over the place. These sort of wigs with a very strong black root, especially on it. It's it's uh it's a choice for sure. Bianca 
does this uh, meridian, meridian blue, blue satin bias gown. <laughs> that should be a, a like a, a guess the guess the phrase like wheel of fortune. Meridian blue satin bias gown. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Very that. Um, Courtney has a little gold dress. She's feeling Giovanni. Honey, this is, this is, you know, though, that is Giovanni that store on Melrose with these dresses? Feeling Giovanni. (laughs) It's a a Countess Luann song. But Giovanni does those sequin. I I wouldn't be surprised if this actually was a Giovanni that Courtney's wearing. Me neither. Um, She looks great. She still wears this dress. Um, And her hair is beautiful. Just uh, it's an 11 out of 10 for Courtney on this one for sure. Yes. Darian, also beautiful, blue fringe all over. And honey, she saved this dress too because this is a great dress. Anytime you come out and your dress is still doing shit while you're just standing there, honey, honey, she looks, she looks the best she's ever looked uh, this season. But her acting Um, challenge, she looked great too. When she was sissy, she looked beautiful. She didn't run out of clothes. She said, I've got fucking drag for you, motherfuckers. Um, we are working together to send all of you motherfuckers home. Um, why don't we go ahead and take a break and put on a Meridian Blue Satin Bias gown, and we'll be right back. I was just going to put on a tutu with some um, crystals on it. <laughs> the dog's dinner. are back now we are left with the final four uh the wait a second it what? how do you do you think there's a conspiracy about a b c d it's too it's too impossible to for it to be a coincidence no there's it's not a coincidence there's only 26 letters in the alphabet and four of them have names with four of the letters it's not like they cast an alphabet season there was no girl named eglantine or francesca eglantine is on season 15 i heard oh you did did. sorry i know i know we're not supposed to spill spoilers like that but eggy eggy and i go way back i call her eggy we're really good friends um we go way back and she told me in confidence but uh you know what we're all about spilling hot tea over here that's our other podcast. what <laughs> exactly? That's hot goss. That's not That's this. Hot, hot. We only we I only think, destroy our own careers, not those of others. Here's what I think about the ABCD thing. I don't think it's a conspiracy, but I do think maybe it was a happy accident that happened. Like because blessed moments happen in the world of Drag Race inside those canvas walls. Mm-hmm. Things happen, and then you start to look and and it. It's like the Lord is shining on your season. These things happen. And I think that was what happened here. I mean, to end up with an ABCD and then it gets narrowed down to an ABC is, I think it's a blessing from the Lord. Maybe it was planned, but I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah. And I'm actually just going to say it now. Over the course of this episode, I've decided that season six was probably better than season four. Just the amount of talent. Now that I've like recapped this episode, it's there. So, but not season... better than season five. No, season five was better. Was uh, season four was better than season five. 
Um, season four <gasps> was, however, more <gasps> iconic. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Thanks, you're detox. bronze. You look great Thank- in bronze. Thanks, Detox. Oh, no, nothing. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> you can take it up with That's production, so honey. Um, so the judges' critiques are basically they don't like Adore's wig. Michelle uh-huh. uh, loved her performance in the acting scene and also on the treadmill. And, you know, they liked her trashy girl aesthetic and her charm. Yeah. She got buckets of um, the bitch. Bianca, I mean, always looks great and they say so. They they said her she's so funny. She's razor sharp funny. Um, uh, but is she vulnerable enough for America to connect with her? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Courtney is told by Michelle that she looks flawless. And <laughs> Courtney just does her only death drop she's ever done. Courtney's um, funny. She uh, is. She I'm, does the Pratt fall and falls over because she's shocked. And honestly, I can't imagine being Courtney and then going there and getting the most negative feed. She had a decade's worth of negative feedback from Michelle. And she yeah. probably hadn't had that before that other than from Vanity, like saying, put that pipe down. Get on the stage, little girl. Go kaleidoscope oh for the kids. Cindy, Cindy says that she should be on the cover of Playboy, which I could actually see Courtney Act get, getting on the cover of Playboy. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, an Australian Playboy. Oh, Playboy Australia. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, her Corn- post- Corn-tie. Corn-tie was great in the wide shot. <laughs> this is bullshit because they're saying your close ups were too frenetic. And they show what Courtney did in these close-ups. And it's like these whip-arounds that you do in rapid successions because then they just pick the best one usually. And She was given crazy face, though. She gave crazy eyes, beauty face. She was given crazy eye, crazy face, crazy mm. shock, electroshock movement. No, that's love. Courtney's model face. Because what model face is, you smile real big, put your eyes up, and then you stop smiling. <laughs> See, it looked kind of crazy. But that's model face, and Courtney knows model. She also had horns and no eyebrows, but I get it. I get what she was doing. She was like, y'all are telling me I'm just resting on pretty. Well, I'm going to give you every other possible thing. I'm going to give you uh, editorial. I'm going to give you uh, devil horns. I'm going to give you crazy movements. I'm going to give you character comedy. Whenever Courtney has an extra big event or something 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 she needs to like do a glitter brow or like you know mm-hmm. no eyebrows or horns you know because she just wants she's just so tired of being so perfect yes it's such a strain on her and we'll never know but um darian is told by the judges that they love her runway her lip sync was fantastic she got the choreography down good solid facial performance and she did that the entire season she gave good face I think that Darian is definitely solidified as one of the strongest lip sync artists uh, Mm -hmm. ever to come out of Drag Race. Yeah, there's a reason that she's been doing it for so long. She's good and people like seeing her, you know. I think if nobody was tipping her or hiring her, she wouldn't be doing drag at this point. Um, (laughs) But she is. And Well, uh, we get the dreaded question, why should you and not your competitors be crowned America's next drag superstar? Mm-hmm. Huh. Huh. I've never had to answer this, but I like all the girls' answers. Adore says that everyone on stage is a star, but she is America's next drag superstar. Mm-hmm. And she would be mm-hmm. proud to carry on the legacy and make Rue proud. I mean, ding, 
you compliment your other contestants. Yes. Ding, you say the tagline of the show. And yeah. ding, you mention RuPaul and her legacy. Those are all just like cock strokes for production and RuPaul. Yeah. Like perfect. Make my mama proud. Um, Bianca, I mean, she gets top marks for this speech. Mm-hmm. She's fabulous. Uh, she shows a little bit of vulnerability, which they've critiqued, but she does it in a way that is very authentic. Uh, and she sums up her journey for us. It's like, thank you. Give her a writer credit. Give her a producer credit because she really is summing it up for us. I came in here as a hard hearted bitch, but being here has changed me into a fully more well-rounded person. Honey, she's she's literally doing for good from Wicked. Because I knew you, RuPaul. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, it, it is. And then Galinda, I mean Courtney, um, okay. says she she mentions in Talk Australia. <laughs> in Australia, she is the superstar. Oh, like where I where is this going? To- when you start up here, Court, where where do you? I wanted to st- I wanted to be in her mouth with a fishing line, catching those words and pulling them back in. In Australia, I am Australia's drag superstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think and after the queens leave and the judges are talking, they're like they're like, "Well, she's she it, it sounded like she said in her speech that she's the RuPaul of Australia." And I think that maybe they didn't show that, but they were referring to it as though it had been said. And I know that that phrase, the RuPaul of Australia, had been bandied about regarding Courtney. I don't know if she was running around saying it, but people were saying that. Mm-hmm. Um, Even before I knew who Courtney was, I knew she was the RuPaul of Australia. Yeah, because she was rude to people. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I find that very hard to believe. <laughs> um uh Darian is uh is her speech is fun. She says she'll give more queen per pound to the title. Yes. And so honest, funny. It's crazy that we still haven't had a big girl win. Right. I Every mean, season where somebody's like, ooh, big girl season. I saw her name on the check. D- shut up, Ginger. I hate you. I saw Darian's name on the check. Uh we get a <laughs> For the first time, it is the first time there's a four-way lip sync, right? Um, I think it's may- the first time. Maybe? Or wait, do we count season um, season one of All Stars, which were technically four-way lip syncs also? Uh, okay. See, well, this is podcasting. You can't, just, well, you can't just spit facts out and then wonder later if they're correct. I'm pretty Where's sure that's all we do. Where's the veracity? I'm pretty sure that's all we do. <laughs> Spit out facts and then wait for the letters. No, to we also us. do inside jokes, which no one else thinks are funny. <laughs> and then secret codes to Courtney every episode. Uh, and then ads. But, but <laughs> what else is there? Podcasting. I have a piece of podcasting insider tea, which is probably oh. no shock to anyone. But the lip sync wasn't all four of them on stage at once. It was two by two for for camera purposes, and then it was edited together. Which I think is fair. Blame the edit. Oh, here they go. All those dolls over there blaming the edit. Um, But yes, and if you watch it closely, you can see very clearly that it's uh, two by two. mm -hmm. Uh, So RuPaul sends Darian home, basically. And she she leaves like a true diva, head held high. Um, Yeah. Leaving our final three as a door, Bianca and Courtney. Yep. 
And it's a it's a great final three. And uh, RuPaul prompts the audience: tweet your choice, Team Adore, Team Bianca, Team Courtney. Let them know on Facebook back in those days. Uh, and um, uh, this was an exciting time in the kingdom. I mean, it was the biggest season of Drag Race ever. These queens are all powerhouses, and we Still. were all really excited about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it speaks to the talent of all of these girls. Um, and speaking of talent, we have one of them talking to us right now. It's time for Bianca's mm-hmm. Blast from the Ass Past. Baloney! At any point, I know that um, ABCD often, the girls from that often say that they thought Darian was going to be the mm-hmm. winner. So uh, did mm. you ever think that that you were going to be the winner? And at what no. point if no, no, never. I never thought I would be the winner. Uh, uh, when we got to the last challenge, it was just like, OK, but it was a huge um, moment because it's it's the choreography and the video and this shit. And I was just literally just tired. I'm like, in my head going, fuck this. And it's like. Aside from that, we were running behind on production. So mm. we were getting through this last moment and this last acting challenge. What was interesting, oh, back it up a bit. You know when you're in your room and they come by with DVDs for you to watch and yeah. stuff like that for you to do it. And so they on would drop up. my season, we were all allowed in the same room to watch them. Yeah, and yeah. Um, your season is the reason why we have tape on our doors. <laughs> yeah. So here it was. I was in my room and they knocked on the door to bring videos. And they said, sorry, Bianca, everybody's already <laughs> picked all the videos. So I was like, oh, what's left? And it was like Footloose and Mahogany. And I was like, I'll take Mahogany. Because <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it before. And I was like, oh, I remember Diana Ross designed the costumes, Anthony Perkins, so I love. I'm like, oh, I'll watch that again. I hadn't seen it in a while. Mm, so Billy I D. watched it. I watched it. <laughs> and thank God I did because that was the challenge in the end. So I was like, oh, because that was our scene yeah. through coming back, yeah. our lover, blah, blah, blah. So when we finally got to that challenge, I was... um. Uh, freaked about all the choreography then on a treadmill and you know how it is like oh you're supposed to learn it in five minutes and I'm like oh god and you know there's Courtney extra confident well this is what I do you know I sing and I dance and I'm like good for you great 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 Adore was like I'm struggling and then Darian shockingly had it together and I was like okay I'm I'm out I'm out this is it this is I'm done and then we had the acting challenge which was in the which was in the same sound stage as the workroom so we could hear the acting scenes going on next door. So it's like, mm-hmm. go back to the workroom, be quiet. So I don't remember the order, but Darian, I think, was the last one. And it went on and on and on. And she was milking mm. it. We could hear it. And we are cackling, <laughs> going, yay! Like, this is going to be like, I'm thinking it's like the biggest redemption because she made it to the end. She was so funny in that last scene. She was there. And I'm like, this, it, it's going to go to her. Like, this is going to happen. So we all collectively thought, yeah, she had it in the bag. And, you know, we leave for so many months and just sit back and think, oh, she's got it. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, Bianca. Um, Thanks, Yonk. I call her Yonk. We're really close. (laughs) Yonk DR. Yonk doctor. (laughs) Um, Yonk Yonk DR. I just got that. (laughs) Yonk doctor. Uh, DR Del Rio DR. The Del Rio triplets. Um, the Del Rubio triplets. I don't wanna take this anymore. <laughs> I just sit here. Did you watch Untucked? I did. I thought it was great. Um, I I would have liked. Great them- is going a little far, but thanks. Uh, 
Okay. Um, I thought that uh, <laughs> I wish they would have gotten into the part where uh, Adore uh, talks more about Courtney actually saying the last episode about throwing under the bus or under the mat, as Adore says. Oh, yeah. Like, because that was well, one of those things where you're like, wait, why did you bring me into this? Well, like, because- if you don't think I should go home. Because Courtney doesn't, Courtney only exists in brutal honesty mode. She doesn't sugarcoat for for a hoe. And this is not a Courtney thing. We're not just reaming her about it. This is an Australian thing. They're generally more honest. I work with an Australian almost every day, and he's very, very honest. (laughs) Yeah. I came down in an outfit last week for beatdown, and he went, really? (gasps) And I went straight back upstairs. Straight back upstairs. Uh, What are you Uh, talking about, Kano? uh Uh-huh. Oh my God, Kano giving notes on the looks for the doll. It was literally a flag from Palm Springs that had been beaten yeah. about and battered in the wind for like eight months. So it's all shredded and it looks Weather really beaten. cool. Exactly. It matched. It Weather matched. beaten Palm Springs, bitch. <laughs> and I put a belt on it with it and some safety pins and it didn't work. But I thought the hair and the jewelry <laughs> made it work, but yeah. it didn't. Like he saw something well, in the camera, which I did not see in the mirror. <laughs> I didn't know my own face. <laughs> um, Honestly. Th- yeah, Untuck kind of sucked this week, but um, well, there's not hard. much to talk about when there's only four girls. It's not, right. their, fault. it's not their fault. It's not their fault. It There's not a lot going on because there are only four girls, but the one thing I do want to talk about is Adore and Courtney having some sparks because mm-hmm. Courtney's like, Courtney tries to like sort of get herself out of being backed into the corner of answering the question. Well, if there's only three of us that are going to make it, who do you think you, I mean, you obviously think you're going to make it. So who do you think out of us is not going to make it? And she says, well, uh, I, after watching this, this week's challenge, I thought it would be you Adore. And Adore was like, yeah, well, after watching you this week, I thought it was going to be you. (laughs) Which she, you know, be and I remember I've heard from all the girls that they really thought Darian won this win. challenge. Yeah, it was, and that was because of the acting challenge, because of how yeah. fiercely she went in, and that RuPaul came back to set. RuPaul didn't have a heart out, and she continued the scene, and she changed it, and all the go- girls were just a gag that that had happened. They were a gog that Darian got the special treatment, and um. And she did the lick the pussy move. Honey, kiss the flame. She put her tongue to it. Honey, kiss that flame. Yeah. Um, So next Kissy Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Chiona? Did we talk about this? Who? Chiona. Oh, Adore's fake fake, uh, made up girl. uh, YouTube character. That's Angel Baby, isn't it? Probably. Maybe she had a she said She keeps saying, I knew I was going to come on here and I didn't want to be a Chiona, but oh, I'm going to be a Chiona. Chiona is like, I think it's kind of like Chismosa, but it's a different Spanish word. I think it means a girl who whines. Mm. Or cries. Yeah, because she was saying it when she was crying. She was like, I didn't want to come in here and be a Chiona. And I didn't know what that meant, but send us a letter. Let us know. Yeah. Well, next week is the season six <laughs> recap show and the premiere of the Sissy That Walk music video. And then only yeah. one more week until the season six champion is crowned. So, baby, they squeezed 15 and a half episodes out of this goddamn season. And we are the better for it. And well, I think I get to be on the recap episode, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, 
So she's recap Ruthie, huh? I'm gonna be on TV. Well, I can't wait to see what this brings. <laughs> And I want to thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser Classic this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we would be very indebted for you to write a review of Enchanted. our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe to us, please. And take a moment. Just leave us a rating. Five stars. Five stars. Astrophysicist. Um, you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. Our race chaser account is at race chaser pod, and our mom podcasts account is at mom podcasts. You guessed it. Oh, girl, I was on see something this week. <laughs> uh, plus, mom bonus content is available now at patreon.com slash Willem. And you mm-hmm. can search for that race chaser content by literally just scrolling down. It's easier than typing in Race Chaser, but you could do that, too. Yeah, you can do that. And send us an email, um, racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Please. Let us know if you're Team Adore, Team Bianca, or Team Darian. Oh, I see what you did there. You left out Courtney. Oh, I see. Oh, wait. Corporate's going to... No. Corporate, oh, Courtney, my gosh. No, Team you're Courtney. Gonna, you're going to get a call oh. from Wendy. That's what you're going to oh get. My. Old Courtney Corporate. That was a mistake. That was on purpose. We see you. You're a snake. Uh, Everybody stay safe from snakes. Get the vax and respect each other out in the world, please. That's right. How could you do that to your friend? Your (laughs) friend. (laughs) We'll see you next time. And we're going to exit this podcast like true divas. Get out of my way. (laughs) Shut off that mic. What I say. I love that Will speaks gay now. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.